I saw a need, um, and I am really solution oriented, Myron. But I saw a need. I saw spaces where entrepreneur um, was entrepreneurs were being cared for. I saw spaces where um, women in business were being cared for. But there was no place where women could come and get their total woman addressed. Not their spirit, not their spiritual needs, not their financial needs, not their mental health, not their physical health, career, relationship health. No place that was making us a priority. And so I said, well, I'll create a space that does that. Through polished consulting, Sharika Himes has created an innovative system for leadership development change management and strategic implementation. Her successful approach to training and developing leaders has enabled her to retain clients like the City of Memphis, Shelby County Government, Nike, and nonprofits alike. Sharika is a highly sought-after speaker able to captivate an audience with her ability to paint pictures with words. And I'm really looking forward to visiting today. We've got Sharika Himes here on Mid-South Viewpoint. Sharika, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Byron. It's a pleasure to be here. Paint? I like that word picture painting. Can you paint some words for us? I don't know. We'll see. I'll make sure that my, my answers are descriptive and illustrative. I know, no, they will be. We're excited about the Total Women Summit. Total Women Summit? Yeah, Total Women Summit. Mm-hmm. It's coming up on September 28th. We've got a lot of details to talk about this. Mm-hmm. And this isn't your first rodeo with no. this event. No, it's actually the third annual Total Women Summit. And we've been incredibly blessed to have it grow year over year, to impact the lives of women, transform lives, empower people, activate them, uh, to get moving, get changing, and be all that they can be. Now you just got this motivation spirit about you. Anything to do with the fact that you were raised in a preacher's home? It may have something to do with it. My father thinks he's a comedian. He <laughs> told the congregation once, Byron, while I was at home from a visit from college, that I was the reason he got saved. I was like, Daddy, really? <laughs> but no, I am um, really proud to be um, the daughter of Mary and Jimmy Himes, who served uh, tirelessly in ministry. And the greatest gift, quite frankly, that they gave me was the gift of service. That's something big. If a child can walk away from growing up in a home and learning about service, that's so out of the box. I mean, that's something that typically is not something you pick up. When you think about being successful in life, mm-hmm. service is not attached to our thoughts, right? Absolutely. I think we get get it lost. We're all looking, or many people are looking to be served. They think that's the height of success. Well, in actuality, in our faith, in Christianity, we see that Christ was a servant. And so it was my parents' uh, desire to teach us that, how to be servants, to really show up in whatever way necessary and whatever space we're in. And that changes based off the need of the environment. Wow, I love that. So Memphis is home for you. You've been here all your life. Yes. Where'd you go to high school? I went to Fraser High School when there was a Fraser yeah. High School. Um, it's interesting how communities in the city of Memphis evolve and change. And so it's, it's I'm happy happy to see that community come back to life um, and some life being poured back into it by our dear city. Yes. What are some of the particular lessons growing up that you attribute to your success today? You mentioned about growing up and your parents teaching you about service, but Mm -hmm. what are some other lessons you learned? Character. Um, Be exactly who you say you are even when no one's looking um, because someone is actually always looking and that person obviously in our faith um, is 
God. So he's always looking. And I appreciate the fact that I grew up with parents that were in ministry, but they lived exactly what they talked about. So they first served at home. Um, And so I think character to me is always very important, which is why integrity is something that's very important to me as well. Were there any particular challenges growing up that you had to overcome with God's help? Absolutely. So I am not and have not been a model person. My parents were amazing, but that doesn't mean (laughs) that your children often do. But one thing in particular that strikes me um, is I was raped when I was 15 years old. Mm. Yeah. And so as a result... I became a parent, and it wasn't uh, because I just was this wonderful person and said, I'm going to have this baby, because that wasn't the first answer. But what I found was through that trial, um, which probably seems like the most difficult thing in life that would ever happen to me because it's 15. And so then I had my son when I was 16 um, and I was, you know, cheering at school and, and all of these different functions in my life. Um, and my parents, as I mentioned, were in ministry. So that was a lot of hardship for our family um, because I didn't want to be viewed as a victim. But what I found was that there truly is triumph after tragedy. Um, and during that time, obviously, and now my present day self, I I find that my son A is the greatest gift that I could have ever um, had. So I'm so grateful that he was gifted to me. Um, and then secondly, it's we all will have whatever our cross is to bear. And that just means whatever your test and your trial will be. Yeah. For me, that yeah. was one of them. Well, you know, there's a big talk today about adverse childhood environment mm-hmm. and yeah. circumstances and wh- how people behave the way they do today. Yeah. Here's an example of something total contrary mm-hmm. to taking something. I mean, the stigmas you said, 15 years old, you're raped. The horror mm-hmm. of that experience, having a child, yeah. which and all of that, so many young girls in that place are forced to think that abortion is the way to go mm-hmm. or just try to remove that from you so you can move on with your life. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned this horrible thing that took place in your life, Sharika, became a triumph for you. Yeah, but while you're in the thick of it, let me be no, completely yes. transparent. Yes. I wasn't thinking triumph. It would yes. take me many years oh, sure. to see that because I went through all the stages of grief that one goes through um, after being the victim of uh, crime. Right, absolutely. And we really did explore um, adoption as an option. We explored abortion as an option, which I should say my parents don't even believe in. But given the nature of the situation, um, they were certainly willing to do whatever was going to help me get back to a sense of normalcy in my life. Um, And so I'm so grateful for that. But it was a lot of trauma that happened after it. I think the way society, though, um, sort of treats victims is something that should be explored, and we really need to do more to support them as a society. But it was really only after years and years of lots of intense prayer and going to therapy, because I'm a big believer in prayer and therapy, uh, complimenting each other that I was able to reconcile and get the pieces of my life back together. So tell me about your son. How old is he now? So Gabriel is 28 years old. He is still a native Miffian, although I'm not sure how much longer we will have have him. Um, He's a massage therapist and a personal trainer, certified personal trainer, and uh, soon to be entering school to be a physical therapist (laughs) as well. I know you're proud of him. I am very proud of him. And so it's funny. Are are you a parent, Byron? I've got three sons and I've got two granddaughters. So I'm sure you've looked into the eyes of one or more of them and noticed that they are 
are just like you. Yeah. And that, to me, as a parent, is the funniest thing. Is realizing you're like, wait, that sounded like something I would say or like something I would do. So we have those more often than not. Wow. Um, but he's certainly the better portion of who I am. <laughs> hey, well, it doesn't hurt that he has this massage experience. No. So does he give mom a massage time from time? or? Well, he would give me a massage and he would allow me to come um, as a client for a personal trainer, but I am non-compliant. And apparently, I think I'm a licensed therapist and <laughs> certified trainer. I love it. So he has forbid me <laughs> oh my goodness. from coming. Wow, that's awesome. Thanks for being transparent, sharing that story, because I think oftentimes we think the things that are weak and are broken in our lives need to be like, put under the carpet and, yeah. and not seen and we put on this image as you talk about the the total woman mm-hmm. and who you're trying to lift up and encourage and we again the summit that's coming up on September 28th uh women might find themselves and men do too obviously yeah. in places where they want that baggage not to be seen or mm-hmm. talked about but like you said there has to be a, a recovery process though right right Right. And I, and to your point, uh, we're so in this age of social media, um, we're so busy trying to project perfection, which I absolutely oppose. I'm more of a fan of thank you for celebrating the things that I'm doing well, yes. but please accept all of my humanness because I have cracks and crevices and bright lights, Byron, reveal blemishes. And so I like to tell people that. So I would prefer to go ahead and expose them to you because I'm a work in progress. And where I don't have the answer, then I tap into someone that does. I'm okay with saying, I don't know. I'm broken. I'm hurting today. And I'm winning today. Well, and the Apostle Paul said that he would rather boast in his weaknesses Mm -hmm. so that Christ's strength and the glory could be seen through those times. Exactly. Because as you mentioned, the scripture says his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Wow. So. Okay, Polish Consulting, your company, works a lot with organizations, helping them to do better. What's the typical unseen thing that organizations are blinded to before they meet you? What I help organizations do is discover what they're doing well and how to do it better. Because so many times in consulting, people try to expose what you're doing wrong. I'm like, that's never any place to start. So I like to go with, what are you currently doing what do you hope to do and what were your plans? And then I help them bridge the gap between what they're planning and where they are and where they want to be. Yeah. So I'm helping build bridges. I have solutions that build bridges, whether that's developing your leadership team, whether that's strategic planning, whether that's uh, developing your people, motivating your people, engaging them, whatever it needs to be. We're there to provide a customized solution for you because I do specialize and I'm addicted to results. I like that. I like the result part. <laughs> Okay, you've got all this on your plate, running this business. You sit on several boards, or more than one, I know. Yeah. How do you find time to create Total Woman Summit? Well, uh, because it was a mission from God that was dropped in me in prayer and would not leave me. It was like a stalker. I was like, okay, I'll do it. (laughs) It wasn't like I went in willingly uh, at the first or third pass. (laughs) But I saw a need, um, and I am really solution-oriented, Myron, but I saw a need. I saw spaces where entrepreneur... Um, where entrepreneurs were being cared for. I saw spaces where um, women in business were being cared for, but there was no place where women could come and get their total woman address, not their spirit, not their spiritual needs, not their financial needs, not their mental health, not their physical health, career, relationship health, no place that was making us a priority. And so I said, well, I'll create a space that does that. 
this was something that you ventured on by yourself? By myself three years ago. Of course, it's developed. I'm sure you've got some, yeah, some so friends now. I have, Well, I, have some, I had some friends to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So it's great to have a village of friends that are experts in their fields. Um, and they are, incre- they are incredibly talented women. And so also a team that helped um, set they're crazy enough to go along with it with the vision yeah. and they help put it on so i'm very happy for all of those that have walked alongside me to help put this on because i am just a visionary but this execution takes a village and they work very hard um, while they're doing their day job and also helping do this work how do you move women beyond surviving to thriving mm-hmm. well first off you go beyond the surface the shallow waters are comfortable but they serve no purpose So we do deep dives, which means you have to work a little harder, even if you're swimming. If you're going to a deep dive, you got to take a a harder breath, a deeper breath, right? You got to hold it. That may be uncomfortable. You got to pedal, I mean, swim a little harder, kick a little harder. And that's what we do. We go alongside you, though, just like a swim coach. And we're like, we're going to hold your hand, but we're going beyond the surface because that's where the real hurt is. That's where the potential is. And we are going to mind that diamond until we get brilliance. And, you know, some women, and again, I'm not just trying to pick on women here, but we are talking about the well, total. Well, we are talking about we're, the Total Woman Summit. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. But some have been in the survival mode for so long, mm-hmm. and the self-esteem is virtually non-existent. Their identity in Christ is just kind of blurred, yeah. you know. Talk about these factors that contributed to keeping women in that survival mode. Uh, some of the factors are expectations of society. And, and so many people, especially women, have been taught that, you are only being successful as a woman if you're giving everything away and then you put yourself last which any mental health professional and anybody with any common sense will tell you common sense and experience in life will tell you you cannot care for anyone unless you care for yourself Mm -hmm. and so so many women have been walking around with these capes on like I'm an excellent mother I'm an excellent wife I'm an excellent friend I'm serving in my community and I'm super exhausted oh and I just have like five minutes for myself and that should be your badge of honor except they're starting to resent all of these roles and hats that they wear so they're just going through the motions what we say is this a take time for you deal with your faith take time for you and then pour out of your overflow because then you'll have abundance so break down Mm -hmm. some of the aspects of the total woman okay so the total woman spiritually number one you've got to get your foundation and your faith squared away because we can do nothing in and of ourselves so you're going to have to lean into your faith get that cleared up secondly you're going to have to make sure that you're in the right place mentally so we have a wonderful licensed clinical psychologist dr lashonda massey that walks alongside us and she's teaching us without stigma um, and with the foundation of faith about how to really care for your mind just like you would care for any other organ in your body. It's an organ, and we got to care for it. Yes. So if it's sick, you're sick, and you don't have to be sick. You just need to know how to keep it healthy. Exactly. Right. So that's learning how to keep things in proper perspective. Then the financial health, right? If you are, even if you're making money, we know so many women who are making money, um, they're not living paycheck to paycheck, but they are not investing well, or they're not doing things to drive their dreams forward. So wherever you are, um, from budgeting to investing to entrepreneurship, wherever you are on that spectrum, we have real 
real financial experts who are working in the banking industry, financial services, who are thriving financially, um, who are walking us along about what do we need to do to make sure that we have the proper guardrails to live our dreams. So these different aspects and you building relationships with these partners and those are coming into Total Mm -hmm. Woman Summit, Mm -hmm. is this something that's developed over years? Friendships that you've had? How did you get connected with these folks? Number one, (laughs) serving in the community. (laughs) So some of them were just organic relationships that happen from serving in the community. Um, And then some of them I realized, oh my gosh, we grew up together. And they're doing this great work. And again, they have great character because that's super important to me. I'm not really interested in what your titles are if your character doesn't align. I like that. um, And doesn't fit the mission of the summit. Um, So it was a combination of things. And I believe in amplifying the work of women that we don't have to compete with one another. We can collaborate and celebrate each other and all have success. Sherika, how do you keep Total Woman Summit from being just a emotional pep rally? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And have tangible steps that women take with them and beyond the day-to-day once they've gone past the summit. So a lot of different things happen. And number one, not only do we go uh, beyond the surface in our conversations and tap things that people don't normally like to talk about beyond the uh, surface, then we actually talk about real solutions wherever you are because there is no cookie-cutter answer. And then we do the thing, Byron, that people forget about, personal accountability. So you not only need internal accountability, you're going to need some external accountability. So that's why we say that the summit really is a village of sisterhood. So there are sub-circles that happen at the summit where we are doing accountability. I do weekly newsletters that are helping keep you accountable that is taking us beyond the day. And then we do quarterly workshops um, where you can come and you can fellowship with sisters that you've met. So we're keeping the conversation going all year young. (laughs) And men always want to come. So I'm actually working working with a partner in the community as of two weeks ago about how I'm going to mirror this with men. I'm super excited we about that. We need a total man summit. Well, it won't be a total man summit because that'd be just too much, but it is going to deal with the total man, so you'll get get an invitation. <laughs> Sharika, what are some of the issues that women face when they're trying to fulfill their dreams? The number one is self-confidence, um, especially for women, um, because again, self-confidence and self-guilt. Uh, it's the guilt of well, do I have enough time to do it? Am I being selfish if I focus on myself? That is the number one thing right. with women is false guilt. Am I doing this and taking by doing this? Am I taking away time from other things that I'm committed to or responsible for? And so we really deal with that false guilt. I'll give you an example. So for about six months, I did a study, right? Just research uh, of my own. It wasn't directed by anyone. And I started listening more closely to conversations that the women around me were having versus the men. So when the women wanted to do something, they were going through all of these pains about, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do about the kids? What am I going to do about church? What am I going to do about whatever? But the men would just say, oh, I'm going to go do this. And they would just go do it. That was it. I was like, what? What is happening here? (laughs) And so it's not their fault. It's just that in society, we are trained as women to consider all of these other things. It's it's what makes us beautiful, and it's also one of the biggest barriers for us. So there is a nice harmony in that uh, that you have to find. There's that God-given nurturing aspect Mm -hmm. that women have, but there's got to be balance to it. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk about juggling competing priorities. That is big. Not only among women, men too have that. 
that issue to face? Yes. Yeah, so I am going to say something that's going to be quite controversial. People say that you're striving for balance. I don't believe in that. I believe you're actually striving for harmony each day. And so you give what it needs attention to in that moment and that day. Yes, it's great to plan. Obviously, I have to plan. I have a lot of things that I need to do. But I give attention to what needs attention to in that day. If today my body says I need rest and I still have work to do, then I figure out a way to do my work and get the rest at the same time. So maybe it's not I'm going to run all around town and do these meetings. Maybe it's gonna, this is going to be an administrative day. Yeah, but you know, so many women, when they get in that place, they feel guilty. Yeah, no, that's that's what we talk about is how do you release the guilt? And we will have at the summit cape collectors because that guilt also makes you feel like a superwoman because you're celebrated for it. So you said cape, not cake. Cape. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we will have some cake, but (laughs) or some sort of desire. I don't know. But (laughs) but cape collectors and for the men, too, because we really do have to self care is not selfish. It's necessary. Yes. Sharika, what excites you most about the opportunities awaiting women today and the contribution that they can bring to build stronger and better family and stronger Mm -hmm. and better community? What excites me most is really promoting this new normal that self-care is not selfish. And I'll tell you why. It's because I really believe that women, and this is no offense against men, but I believe if we have healthy women mentally, spiritually, in every area of their life, I believe if you save a woman, inspire a woman, then you save a family, you save a child, and you save a community. And that's how the world changes. Wow, that's a good word there. Okay, so what if a woman that feels disconnected and she doesn't have a group of ladies that she regularly shares her secrets and struggles, is she going to feel comfortable and at home by attending the Total Woman Summit? Absolutely. In fact, what's funny about the summit is no one come, no one leaves alone. You may walk in the door alone, but it is very clear when you walk in the door that we've been waiting on you. So whether you're an introvert, whether you're new to the city, whether you're someone who's still trying to find their tribe, we have space for you because the summit is all about inclusion. That's why the platform is diverse. That's why the messages are diverse. We're going to speak to you at whatever stage you are in in your life and create safe spaces for women to be their authentic selves, not the projected perfection. Okay, September 28th is the day. What's it going to look like? Break down the day for us. So the breakdown of the day is we're super excited. It's September 28th. Doors open at 9 a.m. for women to experience our Zen Lounge, where they can get massages, where they can get back scans, where they can listen to white noise and just relax. They can go into our social media suite, which is powered by Verizon, and then they'll be able to have interactive experiences with all of our technology there. I want to keep some of that uh, a secret for them. Um, then we will have a DJ music will be playing. We'll have a source store which will have all things to help you keep your zen and your relaxation and motivation beyond the day. And then we will start the program at 10 a.m. sharp. I start everything on time because we operate in excellence. So you want to be on time. So we start at 10 a.m. and then Jerrica Phillips uh, is going to kick our day off. Love She's our, yep. I know. Yep. Me too. She's amazing. We, yeah. we feel so fortunate to have her. She's going to kick our day off, and then we're going to have us a good time. Theme for this third annual Total Woman Summit is SOAR. SOAR. So tell me about SOAR. So we are talking about soaring in every phase of your life. Uh, Dr. LaShonda Massey is going to kick us off talking about how to soar uh, in the right frame of mind. So 
how to soar, uh, <laughs> right? Because yeah, I told you, yeah. that's level setting. And then we're going to talk about uh, Amy Stack. She's going to talk to us about how to soar with your wing women. So we're super excited about that. We will have uh, Roquita Coleman-Williams, who will be leading a panel about soaring in the midst of adversity and soaring and pivoting. Um, and then uh, I'll be talking about soaring in whatever stage of life you're in. And so much more. We have so many panels. Uh, and I'm very excited to talk about uh, that this year we are raising money for the fight against domestic violence. So I've partnered oh, with wow. the YWCA Domestic Violence Shelter, which provides emergency housing. And, of course, I sit on the board for Agape, uh, and we're prov- we're raising money for their FIT program, Families in Transition. You're a busy lady. Just a little bit. <laughs> okay, let's give some registration details. Okay, absolutely. So you are able to register at TotalWomanSummit.com. It's just TotalWomanSummit.com. But for those that are easier, it's easier if you just go to SharikaHimes.com, and that's S-H-E-R-I-C-A, Himes, H-Y-M-E-S.com. Go to the Total Woman Summit, get registered. Tickets are going fast. <laughs> and I literally have one VIP table left. Well, okay. One. This is moving fast. Yeah, it's moving very quickly. Register. Registration does close, though, on Thursday, September 26th, um, and that's because we are expecting the people to be there, uh, and we want to make sure that we have everybody by name. So there is no registration at the door. Don't I, delay. I don't think any details have been left <laughs> out. I mean, every, I try not to. everything that's been done, it seems like. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, well. we really do spend the year planning for the summit. So as soon as one summit closes, and I take about three or four weeks off, a downtime, not yeah. really off. Yeah. But then I come back, and then the team and I sit down, and we start planning for next year. Total Woman Summit, as you mentioned, this is the third annual event here in Memphis. And again, we didn't mention the Great Hall and Conference Center, 1900 South Germantown Road in Germantown, is the venue yes. for the Total Woman Summit. Is the model of the summit being carried into other cities? Yes. Actually, I just had a conversation last week with a marketing agency in Atlanta about how do we bring it to Atlanta. So we'll see. We'll see where we go next. And I and I would be remiss if I didn't take a moment just to thank my partners and my sponsors. So I definitely want to thank Verizon, CNREL, Regional One. We're so excited that they're one of our presenting sponsors. Um, also, we want to thank Eaton Body Works and our partners City Currents and the United Way and Women United, uh, Edible Arrangements. Uh, we're super excited about that relationship as well. So I just want to say thank you for helping bring this work along, helping to manifest this in our communities, and thank you for believing in the power of women. Sharika, thank you so much for what you're doing for women in our community to get what they need to become that total woman. This has been great, and I, I've watched some of your interviews mm-hmm. uh, on other TV channels oh, and stuff you. and seen your excitement and learned something about you, and now I appreciate you so much more having oh, met you, you here today. You can't be a stranger. No, I hope L- not. Love to have you come back mm-hmm. on the show. Again, let's give the final details before okay. we say goodbye so women can go ahead and get signed up for the September 28th at the Great Hall and Conference Center, 1900 South Germantown Road. It's the Total Woman Summit. You don't want to miss it. Absolutely. So Saturday, September 28th, doors open at 9 a.m. Women, you don't want to miss it. Get registered at TotalWomanSummit.com. Follow us on all social media outlets at Total Woman Summit or at Sharika Himes. And sign up for the newsletter. I got great nuggets happening there. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, Sharika Himes, God bless you, my dear sister. Thank you for what you're doing for Christ's kingdom Mm. through Total Woman Summit. 
And again, and through your organization, your company too, Polished Consulting. Yes, Polished Consulting. <laughs> I love that name. Thank you. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.